You're listening to a podcast from City Tribe Media. We're an urban tribe who helps people who feel far from God to know Jesus, cultivate freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. We're also a diverse tribe who welcomes everyone from bikers to bankers, PhDs to GEDs, every age, race, and walk of life. So whether you're a longtime Christ follower or a spiritual investigator, we hope you're encouraged through our content. Enjoy today's teaching. Good morning, City Tribe Church. I'm Pastor Rich, your children's pastor, and today we're going to today we're going to today we're going to okay pause Jackson what's going on my guy um 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 well uh Pastor Rich you said that today we were going to be talking about going to the future but 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 then I thought I don't know how to time travel. So I, I remembered that when I watched the, 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 the movie The Flash, he was able to time travel just by running really, 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 really fast. Oh, I get it. And you thought if you could run fast enough, you could time travel. Exactly. Okay. I love your faith, Jackson. But actually, today has nothing to do with actual time travel. It doesn't? No, sir. But actually, what you were doing is exactly what we'll be talking about today. Running really fast? That that sounds kind of silly, Pastor Rich. No, 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 no. We'll be talking about having faith like a child. Oh! Yeah, that's right. Jesus told his disciples that they must have childlike faith. Well, that's kind of cool. It really is. And right now... I'd like for you to give a warm welcome to my friend, Professor Rictavius, who's going to talk a little bit more about our studies and why childlike faith is really important. so we can test and we want to find out what is it that 
causes people's faith as they get older to get weaker. And why faith is so strong in children. Oh, very interesting. Lab rats, where are you? I have cheese. You come here now. I will not. Do not make me get out. Get out now. Get out. Move it. Move it. Good boy. Sit down. Isn't he pretty? Yes, yes, yes. Good boy. Okay. He is a big rat. Okay. All right. So, if, I'm sorry, what is your name? Aaron. If Aaron, that's a weird name, but okay, we go with it. If Aaron survives, he will be the first one to successfully survive the Brain Eliza 4000. Yes! If not, it make for great TV because he died. Okay. <laughs> and I turn this one here. And we are flashing like, ooh, it's, ha it's happening. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Ooh, look at that head of hair. It's, um, it's like wool. <laughs> Jesus is definitely your shepherd. Okay. Let me take that. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, Aaron, please share with us. What do you do? I'm the city youth ministry coordinator. Okay. Fancy word for youth pastor. Okay. You could have just said youth pastor. <laughs> youth pastor. Okay. I heard that youth pastors have very tiny brains, like peanut. <laughs> maybe this is true. Maybe it's not. I guess we find out. But before... A few formalities here. I must have to read this. Make sure you are in the microphone like this, okay? Nice and loud. Enunciate every word. Make sure cameras get it for reliability and clauses. No lawsuits later. All right. I, A.A. Ron, am willingly subjecting myself to be experimented on as though I were a caged animal in a laboratory. Caged, three, same thing. Who cares? Go. Wow. I acknowledge the following as possible side effects to using the Brainalyzer 4000. Nausea, vomiting, weight gain, lower back pain, receding hairline, paralysis, mm. itchy arms, yeah. liver spots, blood clots, Only ringworm. Once. Three times. Excessive body odor, Uneven tire wear, mm. diarrhea, <laughs> cha, cha, cha. scoliosis, loss of bladder control, hammer toe, black lung, blind, blindness, what? Yeah. a hunchback, heart attack, low resale value on wow. your home, That's weird. feline leukemia, Sometimes. athlete's foot, head lice, club foot, fleas, anxiety, sleeplessness, drowsiness, poor gas mileage, tooth decay, Okay. Split ends, parvo, warts, unibrow, lazy eye, fruit flies, chest, chest pains, clogged drains, <laughs> hemorrhoids, uh -huh. dry heaving, and random explosive flatulence. Yes, yes, noisy farts. Okay. <laughs> By reading it, you have agreed. There is no signature. Okay. <clears throat> so here we go, everybody. 
we shall initiate Ibrahim Lazar. Oh. Okay, you still see? I'm here. Okay, nobody cares. Okay. <laughs> All right. In what? Okay. All right, now we will take image of peanut brain and put it on the screen. So, if you need glasses, you need to look closely. It's probably going to be very small. He is a youth pastor, okay? All right. Here we go. Oh, that's not peanut at all. Okay. Okay, Wikipedia got it wrong. All right. Okay, so this is Aaron's brain on drugs. <laughs> only kidding, only kidding. This is Aaron's brain. Now, what we want to do is the brain analyzer is going to go down, 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 down into his subconscious. And it's going to pull out images that even Aaron doesn't know is there. So, is there anything you want to tell us before we go into your brain? Didn't think so, let's go. Okay. Now, first we need to test it. So, I'm going to ask Aaron to think of a song, your favorite song. Doesn't matter what you think because the brain analyzer is going to find your favorite song anyways. Are you ready? Head bouncing. Is that a yes? We're feeling the beat. He hears the song. It is there. Ready, set, cotorse. Let's go. the dog. He fix it. Okay. So, it, at least we know it work. You <laughs> pastor with Barbie on the brain. That fits. Okay. <clears throat> now, what we want to do is we are going to now access the part of his brain that has to do with faith and what it could possibly be that blocks him from accessing his faith. Da. 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 Ah. You stop it. Silly. Okay. Let us go now. Right. It doesn't matter what you do. You're always going to fail. How did I wind up here again? This is just my reality. I'm such a failure. All I know how to do is fail. Why try? It's just gonna end up like last time. This is very interesting. We see a lot of negativity that tries to block and Aaron, when he tries to access his faith. Hmm, this is interesting. 
So now we move on to our next lab rat. Nice. Okay. You are dismissed, lab rat. You can get your slice of cheese in the back. Lab rat number two, scurry on up here. Here he comes. A round of applause for lab rat number two. All right. So lab rat number two. Hopefully, you will survive as well. Okay. Let us make adjustment in here. What is your name and occupation? Nah, okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Like it's made for you. Okay. Head forward. Do not move. We do not want you to have diarrhea on stage. Okay. No oopsie poopsie. <laughs> okay, stop. Stop it. You stop it. All right. All right. Now let's put your braid up here. Beep beep. Brain is much bigger than you, Pastor. Oh, yeah. Smart. Look at this, this guy. Okay. Stop it. All right. Let's go. So, now, think of something fun. Just fun. Have fun with it. La, 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 la. Are you thinking of something fun? I don't care. Okay. Okay, this better than Barbie, yes? <laughs> I take it. I take it. Okay, so now, now what we are going to do is try to access the part of his brain that strengthens his faith. Because something inside of child allows faith to be so powerful. Powerful. Did you feel that? Okay. Let us go. Oh, very interesting. So, 
nowhere we see Ed Aaron had lots of things negative, bad, stop it, no, don't do it. We see with him lots of image of a big strong characters. Hope. Oh, that is interesting. Okay, lab rats. You may go home. Okay. So I will now bring my findings to Mr. Rich and we will discuss. Goodbye. place that honors people that are exceptional at what they do. It exists to remind future generations of the greatness of these people from the past. Did you know that God has a hall of fame to remember the extraordinary people of faith who were written about in the Old Testament? And we can find that hall of fame in the New Testament of the Bible. Hebrews 11 tells us that faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. This faith is what gave people in the old days great fame. This faith is what puts them in God's Hall of Fame. By faith, Abel gave his best to God. By faith, Enoch walked with God and was a friend of God. By faith, Noah listened to God, obeyed God, trusted God, and did what's right. It was by faith that Abraham followed God and that even Sarah, Abraham's wife, believed that God would keep his promise. It was by faith that Isaac promised blessings for the future to his sons, Jacob and Esau. And by faith, Jacob blessed his sons and worshiped God. By faith, Joseph believed that God would guide him and see him through every troubled time. By faith, Moses looked forward to the great reward that God had in store for him and led the people of Israel out of captivity. It was by faith that Rahab was not destroyed with the people in her city who refused to obey God. And it was by faith that Joshua led the people of Israel. All of these people became famous for their faith, yet none of them received all that God had promised. For God has planned something better for us so that only together with us would they be made perfect. So since God has given us his hall of fame of people who have gone before us and had great faith despite hard times, let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who makes our faith perfect, so that one day God may say, well done, good and faithful servant, and we may be initiated into his great hall of fame. Amen, amen. How are y'all doing so far? Yay! <laughs> Professor Rictavius is quite the guy. Pretty interesting, right? Why are you looking at me all weird? Yeah, plausible deniability. Anyways, okay. So, today we are talking about going back to the future. And... You know, if you're seasoned like me, you may be thinking of a movie franchise, Back to the Future, very scientific, getting in a car 
And get this, kids. The car got to 84 miles an hour. And when it did, it went back in time. Isn't that crazy? 84 miles an hour is futuristic. Yeah. Some of us are like, 84 miles an hour. Some of y'all were 84 miles an hour on the way here. Don't lie. It's church. But today, we're not talking about actual time travel, going back in time. Not in the sense of actually moving in time, but maybe going back to a time concerning memory. You see, the memory, memories and the brain, very, very interesting. Because memories are one of the strongest ties to how you respond, how you react to things, how you live your daily life. Everything you experience and go through creates the world you live in. And that's why memories are so powerful, but they can also be so powerful, causing a lot of problems, right, in the way we think, in the way we go through life. So I found something very interesting in the scripture here. Jesus was talking to his disciples. And he said, truly, I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. That's pretty heavy. That's pretty heavy. But one thing I, I realized that stood out to me more than any other text here is, he said, unless you change, which spoke to me and said, there's something that's happening within his own disciples that can't remain if they are to have the kind of faith that allows them to enter into his kingdom, that allows them to operate the way he designed for them to operate. There's a level of faith that they have not reached, or there's a level of faith that maybe they've forgotten. So just like, just like we all have roles, right? Men, God created us, protectors, strong. Ah, me, man, Tarzan. Where's my alpha males at? Nope, okay, all right. That's all right. Women, women actually have a playbook that God gave them internally for relationships. Not saying it's always used correctly, but it's there. I know this by Ephesians chapter six, I also know this, or Ephesians chapter five, I also know this uh, based upon the fact that God ripped part of us out and said, you're not whole unless you get it back. But there's one role that God gave to everybody that we were designed to operate in. And that role was given to us even before our parents met. Jeremiah 29, 11, God said, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were even formed, before your parents even winked at each other, were like, yeah, I like you, you like me. Circle yes on the note. That's how we used to do it back in the day, kids. <laughs> we had this thing called paper. Yeah. And we put, do you like me? Yes or no? And man, you were, whoo, you were praying that when that note came back, that yes was circled. So anyways, 
Yeah, that was way, way back in the day, like the early 70s. I don't know. Anyways, so we found, we found ourselves, we find ourselves in a place here where God had a relationship with us prior to us even being formed in the womb. When you go back to that word no, it's a relationship, an intimate relationship. And it's there that God deposited something in everybody that we are all supposed to operate in. He deposited a seed of faith. I'm reminded of a story. My daughter, I love her with all my heart. She was one of the ones up here dancing. She was three years old, sitting in the living room. She was uh, on the floor playing with her, her stuffed animals. And she used to watch this show, Doc McStuffins. I don't know if it's still on or not. But this, this cartoon character used to have all these stuffed animals. And she, would, uh, she had this stethoscope. And she would play doctor when uh, all the grown-ups would leave. She would press the little button. And it'd go, Bring. that's an awful, awful imitation. But that's what it sounded like to me. Go, Bring. and all the stuffed animals would come to life. And they would solve problems. So we bought her the, the doctor set. She had everything. She had the stethoscope. And one day she was sitting on the floor. And I saw her gathering up all of her stuffed animals. And I'm like, what is this crazy doing? And she puts them inside of her wagon and rolls them to the middle of the floor, puts her stethoscope on. And I'm thinking, oh, this is so sweet and also going to go so bad because she's going to push that button and those animals are not going to come alive. But she had it stuck in her head that as soon as she pushed this, they're going to come alive. And I'm glad they didn't because I would have burnt the house down. <laughs> because I grew up with Chucky and I don't play that. <laughs> I didn't have the nice play along stuffed animals. No, Teddy starts talking, we start walking. We don't play. <laughs> but in that exact moment, she knew beyond a shadow of a doubt there was nothing. It was simple. I'm going to push this button. They're going to come alive. She spent 15 minutes, guys, committed just pushing that button. And she was devoted. And God, in that moment, spoke to me. And he talked to me and he said, do you see? She's accessing a level of faith that you're struggling with right now as an adult. Hasn't read one scripture. Hasn't prayed in tongues, hasn't done anything like that, hasn't done any of the things we acclaim to aspire to be spiritual at three years old. And there's something she's activating that is so simple. And just like when you saw with Aaron, some of the problems with us accessing that are the things that we come across. Like the first failure that we ever experience in our life, right? It hits us. It hits us hard. The next thing you know, we have another. And then a few more. And then if you're like me, you're stumbling through life because you've had so many things happen that you absolutely sometimes are overwhelmed with the things that did not go the way you wanted to and your brain looks like this. Yeah, okay. I think you get the picture. See, we have all these experiences. And that's what I begin to realize. These experiences begin to shape and steal the thing that God deposited when we were children. 
that children activate on a regular basis without even thinking. Why? Because nobody told them they can't. Nobody just posed to them they can't do this. Nobody told her those stuffed animals don't come alive. And so there's two things I want to make sure that we walk away with. The first thing I want to make sure, parents, if you have kids, I want to make sure you walk away with this. Cultivate the seed that God planted in your children. Cultivate that seed of faith that God gave them before you even met your significant other. It is our responsibility to nourish and to pour into that seed and to make sure that that seed grows to bear the fruit that God intended for your kids. God had a plan before you even knew them. God designed something before you even fed them. Before you even clothed them, God had something already laid out and he put it all inside of them in the form of a seed. And it's our job to make sure that it doesn't get destroyed or stolen. Now, what about for us that, you know, we may be struggling with faith? Here's the thing. God deposited that first seed, but guess what? It's our job to keep planting. How do we do that? Back to the basics. God's word. God's word is the incorruptible seed. The Bible says it cannot be returned void. It will always bear fruit. May not be in the season or the time or the way you want it to, but it will. It's our job to make sure that we plant that seed and we plant it firmly. Because those around us in our faith circle depend on it. For those of us with kids, they depend on it. I can't give them something I don't have. I can't protect something that I'm not protecting for myself. It's time to get back to the word more than ever before. Because I don't know if you've taken a look at social media or, or any of the news outlets, but the enemy is after your kids. The enemy is after young minds. Harder than I've been in ministry 20 years working with youth and children. And let me tell you, I've never seen a play like this for identity. I've never seen a play like this for confusion. I've never seen lies like this blatantly coming after your kids. What I want to do today is I want, if you have kids, we're going to take a moment. I want the worship team to come on out. And we're going to sing that song, Firm Foundation, again. And if you have children, if you're a guardian over, or if they're in this service, I want you to take a moment, and I want you to pray over them. And we're going to take this moment to make a, take a stand. Because God has given them something that we are to protect. And if you don't have kids in this service, I want you to make a commitment that you're going to go back to making God's word priority. And if you are making God's, priori God's word priority, fantastic. Do it even more. Because I'm telling you right now, it's getting darker out there. It's getting darker. But we are the light. We can't look to anybody else to save us. We are the light. We are the portal. We are the ones that are standing in the gap for everybody else. If we don't have God's word, who does? If we don't share it, who will? So it is up to us. Father, I thank you so much. Right now, we open our hearts, we open our minds.
Help us to steward that which you've given us. Help us to steward your word and help us to steward the lives that you've given us that we're responsible for. You had a relationship with them before we even knew them. God, you care more about them than we ever could. I thank you that you are our firm foundation. And right now, as we enter into this time of worship, I want you to make a declaration with not just your mouth, with your heart, with your mind, with your strength, with everything, every part of your body coming into alignment with that faith statement that God is my firm foundation. Amen.
Thank you for brethren and sisters and family. Thank you for everybody that I can come to in the time of need. Because I'll tell you right now, tribe is about tribe. Tribe is about family. We don't talk about it. We are about it. I guarantee you will not find a church in this area that is more committed to your community than us. And I'm not just saying that because I'm here. I'm saying that because I looked for it and I found it. This is my village. With that being said, I want to conclude today's Kids City Takeover service. Go and walk in blessings, walk in favor, walk in the presence, walk in his word, walk in faith. Do not look back because he has got your future in his head. Amen? All right. You guys have a blessed day. We're glad you were a part of the tribe today. To further connect with us, check the City Tribe YouTube channel, iTunes, SoundCloud, Instagram, Facebook, or our website, citytribe.church. May you go from this podcast knowing that you are loved.